I'm gonna roast that damn nerd today! and education in anime. I am your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm Dana Hollander, an anime expert. I am Brenda McCullen, anime aficionado. Ooh, Ooh. fancy. It's a big word I don't know the meaning of. It's a good one, though. Maybe we should go to a school and learn some big words. Ooh! Ooh, Tying it in. (laughs) That segue, so smooth. Astroglide. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, that leads us right into it. Uh, We are watching My Hero Academia this week. Yeah. Yay. It's a good one. Yeah, I believe, Brendan, you picked this one, uh, but you both had it suggested. So Mm -hmm. you are both fans, and I am in the dark. (laughs) So, well. First off, what do you think it is? Like, yeah. from whatever you've seen on the internet or have heard people talk about? Yeah, this is one I've seen a little bit more of online and just about. Uh, it's on Hulu, so I get ads for it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, going into it still relatively blind, I'm going to say uh, it seems like uh, Sky High the anime. <laughs> That's exactly how I describe it to people. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I got it. You pretty much, pretty much nailed it. Do I not have to watch it now? No, 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 Uh, no, no, no. No, no. (laughs) It's when I tell people this, like I've also described it as like X Men the anime, but without without all the tropey drama bullshit that is X Men. Mm. God damn, there's a lot of it. But yeah, it's the premise and plot of it's pretty simple. It's this world has superpowers. Like, people have superpowers. I think 80% of them do. Mm-hmm. Something like that. A lot of them are bad. Like, a lot of them are just useless. Like, I can change my skin to, like, weird colors. Like, that that won't stop crime. But... Uh, the great chameleon man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, a select few people become professional heroes who can use their crimes to stop... Use their crimes to stop powers and other heroes. <laughs> no, use their powers <laughs> to stop crime. So, yeah, it's a pretty simple premise, but it's just, in my opinion, done very well. It's very well executed. Well, don't put too many ideas in his head. I'm a big yeah, old fanboy. It's it's gonna <laughs> happen. I'm sorry. I'm also yeah. just a massive, like, comic book fan, superhero mm-hmm. fanboy. So, like, even if it isn't good, I still probably would love it. Yeah, uh, I'm a little bit wary going into it because I have been experiencing a lot of superhero burnout in this extra saturated uh superhero media market right now yeah uh, that's true. so i am a little hesitant but uh tell me how you both uh got into it how you found it and how deeply you fell in love if you <laughs> did <laughs> i knew about it and then paul watched it and he really really loved it so we started watching it together and Duh. then i kind of stopped <laughs> watching it shut up <laughs> and then I kind of stopped watching it, and I don't really know why, because I only I only enjoyed watching it with him. But even now, like we don't really watch it together anymore. But we got pretty far. Like we were in season two. Yeah, the show does an odd thing that I've noticed some other shows doing too, where it's just like, 
hey, we know this is going to be really popular, so we're going to make seasons one and two at the same time. And then when season one ends, season two just picks up right after and keeps yeah. going. So it's the anime's only been out for a handful of years, but it's already on season five of the mm-hmm. anime. But it definitely hasn't okay. been out for five years. It's because they do two seasons in a year. Yeah, but I have a weird relationship with it where I really, really like it, but I don't watch it as enthusiastically as I could. It, it's a dating show for you. Sure. <laughs> I, I have those of uh, certain things I will only watch with Sam. Yeah. So I, I understand that. That's how we got into uh, BoJack. Mm. So ah. that works. Yeah. I got certain shows I do that with my significant other, which is alcohol, which is I only watch them when I'm drunk. Oh. First time I watched And this is one of them. First time I watched Over the Garden Wall, that was a fucking trip. <gasps> no. I, well, I, Watch I, I, it since, untainted. Yeah, I've since rewatched it plenty of times. But the first time I was super drunk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was a woof, that was an interesting ride. <laughs> Alright, well, let's see if we're gonna need any alcohol to get through these episodes. <laughs> Never. and seven of my hero academia people yes. can't see me but i'm thrusting my fists in the air <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> oh yeah teamwork power friendship we also watched uh an honorable mention i specifically wanted to add in which was a uh, the big fight scene from episode 12 with nomu for anyone mm-hmm. who's watched it i feel like it was a perfect encapsulation of like the big budget fight scenes they put all their money into for a season so I wanted to include that in our viewing uh, collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you did, because uh, when I finished episode seven, before I watched this clip, I was like, yeah, this, it's very low stakes. There's, it's all training simulations. And yeah. nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> and much like the X-Men, when it's a training situation, you know it's going to get much, much, much worse. <laughs> it always does. Nothing can go right. not with powers let's jump into episode two we both said the same thing sorry (laughs) we're in sync we could pilot a jaeger (laughs) and we are right now (laughs) this podcast is a jaeger uh so yeah i picked episode two to watch because episode one does a good establish like establishes the world very well uh, and right off the bat but, like I said, I feel like the premise is pretty simple, especially with how much superhero stuff we have in media right now, that it's not too far-fetched to be like, there's people with powers. It's like, okay, you you know, you get it, you can jump on board with that. Yeah, I caught on pretty quick, uh, yeah. skipping that first episode. Because yeah. you can get right away, he's a big superhero fanboy, he loves uh, All Might, and yeah. he doesn't have powers. Yep. Yeah. What they mention in the first episode that they Mm -hmm. don't really mention in these ones that we watched is that superheroes are, they work with agencies. Yeah. So they're kind of like, yeah, they're actors, sort of. Like, that's how they get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, freelance-y, sort of. Yeah. Um, (laughs) One of the problems I actually have with this show, as someone who watches it, like, in big bulks and, like, binge-watches it and follows it very closely, is it's pretty redundant. It, It repeats itself 
a lot. Yeah. Uh, both with the characters, which is good because there's plenty, of, there's a ton of characters. Uh, in later episodes, you would have seen, anytime there's like Deku's class, they'll pop up with their name and their power every time they first appear in that episode. Mm-hmm. So that way it's an easy way of like helping you remember, like, oh yeah, it's that character and that character. Because they're they they know there's a huge cast. Yeah, and um, even then I don't remember. Yeah, a- I saw anyone trouble. I don't care about. So exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was a little thrown off because it seemed like everyone had several names, and I assume it's like real names and superhero names, but uh, um, kind of slid through me for well, a loop. It's it's the Japanese thing where they call everyone by their last names, and then if you're personal or know them uh, intimately, you call them by their first name. So, Midoriya is his last name, last name, and then Izuku is his first name. And but his Bakugo Deku. calls him Deku. Yeah, which is yeah. A so he has uh, three names going yeah. on, and I was like, which one's which? So it can get a little confusing. Yeah, I just wrote Deku for most of my notes because like Izuku kind of gets uh, tedious. <laughs> yeah, it's the short. It's a handle in episode seven, I believe. They even address it like, hey. You could read the end of Izuku as Deku, which I think is an insult in Japanese. It was like idiot or like moron or something along those lines. Okay. So that's I'm going to quickly look up what that means. <laughs> I think it also might just be that Bakugo was like, oh, it can be read as Deku. So, I mean, that because you're such a stupid little weakling, that must be what Deku means. Oh, possibly, yeah. I d- yeah, yeah, I'm it, not sure if it means anything. I just know he uses Deku as an insult. Yeah. And then Deku goes on to take that as his hero name or hero in training name to be like, hey, you know what? I am Deku and I'm going to turn this name around for me. Yeah. Deku roughly translates to do uh, as in like, I can do it. Oh. So uh, oh. it, it's sort of a in-character motivational thing. Yeah, that's a bad that... insult, Bakugo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not be uh, too all over the place. Yeah, well, yeah. We already super off the rails. Yes, I wanted to immediately establish I was often thrown off by who was the being names. referred to and what was going on. Right. <laughs> uh, so yes, episode two. We start off, Izuku and uh, All Might are together on a roof. All Might just saved him and uh, bottled up this slime demon Slime boy. Monster. Yeah, he's a slime villain. And, he, and to, to capture him, uh, what we didn't see in episode one uh, was it Super Nestor. But All Might was just out shopping. He wasn't patrolling the Looking city as fight. a superhero. Yeah. So when he fights this slime guy, he didn't have any proper equipment. So to capture him, he just uses two two-liter soda bottles. <laughs> and that's what he had in his pockets. That's how he captured a, a supervillain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plastic kills. Please recycle. So All Might's big and hulky. Oh, yeah. Is or a- is he? Because... <laughs> Immediately, he shrinks down into a small nerd boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. A super frail, bleeding skeleton of a man. We all turn into that someday. Yeah. We'll all get there. <laughs> <laughs> that happens at the very end of episode one and then leads into episode two. So I feel it was, we wanted to cover why he's like that as opposed to just have the cliffhanger mm-hmm. uh, from episode one. I really want to talk about the opening, though. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I, oh, wanna, I think... That this is the best opening we've seen so far of the shows that we've watched. Well, <laughs> oh, of the shows we've watched. Oh, I think you meant of this show. I was like, well, it's the only one. <laughs> um, no, of the uh, shows we've watched. Of the shows we've watched. Uh, what do we watch? Death Note? Death Note. 
Soul Eater, Soul Eater, Fully Cooly. Fully Cooly didn't have an opening. Yeah, I would I would wager yeah. if it did, that probably would have been it because the music was so well synced with that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just but mean in yeah, terms of I'd like. Agree. It shows you all the characters, and I feel like it gets you like excited to meet them. Get pumped. Yeah, and it's very it's very hype. Yeah. Yeah, so, I was looking forward to investigating what's up with some of these people. Yeah. Through yeah. it, and I will say this: of the four shows we've watched now, uh, this was the first one I watched the opening and closing of uh, every time. Yeah. Oh, that's an achievement of in, in and of itself actually good <laughs> they're yeah. very good and i can attest that even later seasons they only get better they're i just think good. that like it everything about this show <laughs> is just so hype and like it makes you happy mm-hmm. and, or like it just pumps you up so like it does make you want to just listen to it every time i know some people who use the songs from the show uh, as um like workout mixes for when they're at the gym Hell yeah. It's just that high energy. But yeah, they showcase the plethora of students that we will eventually get to know. I Um, love all those cool kids. (laughs) And they're also very (laughs) striking and unique designs. You definitely like, oh, what's that? Oh, who is that guy? And it's like, oh, I can't wait to find out what this thing is. (laughs) And it is played by Porno Graffiti. Love it. Which is a great band name. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, they also do opening, uh, there's a few opening songs uh, in Full Amount Alchemist done by them. Hmm. So, if that sounds familiar, that is why. And uh, right away, one of the opening shots is Deku's, like, just panning up and down Deku as he's talking to All Might. And I just wrote down, Deku's got some big-ass feet. <laughs> he's got, like, big-ass clown shoes. I did not notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. Like, his whole body seems, like, proportionate. His hair is, you know, kind of crazy. But, like, it gets down to his feet, and it's just massive like almost boot level shoes i was just like this seems weird i never realized it but i was like you know look at him again like in his school uniform it's like he's got some chunky ass sneaks maybe that's his actual quirk (laughs) (laughs) kangaroo boy (laughs) it's possible yeah there's other people with similar ones so so yeah opening small might small might oh oh i love it i've never heard that that's great. He sort of justifies that he can get buff by uh, flexing. Hell yeah. He yeah, <laughs> compares kinda. it to sucking in your stomach at the pool. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I think that's great to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a big buff superhero because I'm just flexing all the time. <laughs> and I can only do it three hours at a time because I'm hurt. <laughs> He's missing a bunch of internal organs. Which, I mean, they're superheroes, so I guess you could survive with that like maybe there's mm-hmm. weird medicine and stuff but like it's a big deal yeah yeah dude has no stomach which <laughs> yeah, is and his respiratory system is fucked i wonder if they said he doesn't have a stomach as opposed to another organ because it also explains why his mouth is so crazy it's like how mm. does he eat with that weird mouth it's like well he doesn't need to he doesn't use it anymore <laughs> he has an iv drip tube it hasn't worked in decades <laughs> <laughs> but no one knows that no it's a secret shh don't tell shh. small mites a secret Secret boy. Well, that would also create one of the few secret identities in this world. Because being a superhero is a profession, so it's not really that big of a deal of like knowing who's a hero. You don't have to yeah. hide it like you do in other superhero stuff. So he's actually one of the few people with a secret identity, which is interesting. 
Yeah. It also makes sense because he is so hurt and frail in that weaker state. Mm-hmm. While everyone else is like, yeah, I can kick your ass 24-7. While he's can kick your ass uh, three hours a day. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about like a supervillain like, attacking your family because like your family could set him on fire or like electrocute <laughs> him or something. It's like They also have powers. Everybody's so. got powers, just not everybody gets paid for it. Everyone's got powers but Deku. No, my son. (laughs) Oh, I just wrote down in my notes, just in big capital letters and exclamation points, just cargo pants. (laughs) Yes. All my cargo pants. I'm like just rocking the cargo pants. I'm like, oh, finally someone is, because I get endless shit at work for it. (laughs) As you should. Uh, What else do I supposed to wear? But All Might wears them. All Might wears them? He's cool. Yeah, dress like your anime heroes. That'll go great. <laughs> I wrote down Texas Smash because we do get to see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was a little confused at first because he, yeah, he straight up, it flashes back to that uh, fight in episode one and he just shouts, Texas! That's just how his um, powers work. Later on, you see Detroit Smash. Detroit Smash. Yeah, that comes up more, but... Uh, thoroughly confused when he just shouts Texas while punching this guy. <laughs> Texas! He just gets so mad at the politics in the lower states. <laughs> um, yeah, they never really address it too well in the show itself. Uh, but All Might's actually American. And mm-hmm. he was... Yeah, he does have, like, an American flag pop up when he gives, like, dramatic speeches sometimes. So yeah. I got the gist that he was American. And or at least American-inspired. Mm-hmm. And his uh, costume is very, you know, red, white, and blue color mm-hmm. scheme. Um, but yeah, so he was born and raised in America to, like, a young age and then moved to Japan. So, yeah, he's technically American, but, mm-hmm. you know, for, for a short time. Gotcha. It also explains the blonde hair and tan skin. But yeah, so for his big moves, like his big finisher moves, it's always like, it's not always even a state. Sometimes it's just a city. But it's, yeah, it's American places and then smash at the end of it. He's not very original, but he's very powerful. He's got that uh, energy. He doesn't have brain strength, just body strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and hardly that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the brain ship. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> All he has is the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. I was, I was wondering, Aww. though, <laughs> with, uh, with this plague of superhero stuff in our media right now, if they consciously made All Might American because they knew the superhero genre would appeal to more uh, Western American you know, readers and watchers. So if they kind of purposely made him American, or if he was always going to be it regardless. Yeah, like, it's just kind of a personification of, like, America's obsession with superheroes. Yeah. Could be. Because I read the manga of this, and there have been a few changes. So later on, there's a character named uh, 13 who's in a big astronaut suit. And in the manga, 13's a man. But in the show, they're like, hey, why don't we change him to a woman? Because you don't actually see them. Like, you never see them outside the suit. So all you would have to do is change the voice actor. So they do that a few times. They do a few changes in the manga to the anime adaptation. So I'm always hmm. curious if... It seems like it's all very well thought out, but it doesn't seem like the creators committed to any one idea enough to cancel it or put his foot down hard over it. It seems like he's very fluid and willing to change uh, yeah. when someone has a bad idea. Deku gets shot down by his greatest Idol. living icon. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, uh, he immediately gets told that if you don't have a quirk, uh, if you don't have a power, you aren't going to be a superhero and you should stop trying. Sorry, mm-hmm. kid. 
tough Yeah, marks. that destroys him. Understandably. Yeah, understandably. All my points out, he's like, you could be a cop or a firefighter or someone like, someone who still does good, but isn't technically a superhero. Yeah. And Deku would be a terrible police officer. He doesn't know <laughs> yeah. anything. He's, he just knows superheroes. While that's going on, the slime man has gotten gotten away from All Might. Yes. Yes. While All he Might was him. jumping away. The yeah, cargo pants him. were not as secure as All Might would hope. <sighs> cargo pants have let me down again. Yeah, so he drops the bottle of slime man. <laughs> uh, so Ivan Ooze escapes. Is that his name? No, it's from the Power Rangers movie. Oh. <laughs> That's a weird reference for no one. <laughs> hey, um, uh, you'll listen to this later, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's for past or future me. <laughs> but yes, the bottle yeah. fell and uh, ends up being kicked around by Bakugo, <laughs> our super angry blonde boy. I have a note that says Bakugo is the angriest boy I know. He's so angry <laughs> all the time at nothing. And everything. He's a little crybaby. Uh, yeah. He reminds me of me in my prime. <laughs> Just uh. angry at nothing and everything all at once. And very explodey. Yeah. <laughs> Literally explodey, because that's mm-hmm. his quirk. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I like it when we see... Well, I don't like it, but I, when we see uh, Baco and his friends are walking around, and his one friend suggests... Hey, why don't we skip class and go to uh, like the train station bar? The arcade. One well, of them suggests going to arcade, which makes sense. Is which what is you wholesome do. and adorable. That's what kids do. Yeah, and then the other one's like, "Why don't we go to the station bar?" Uh, I'm guessing subway station or train station. And he's like, "And try and pick up some ladies." And it's like, "You're in middle school." Yeah, you're not yeah, even fourteen yet. What's happening? <laughs> also, one of his friends, I wrote down, uh, "Is that kid's quirk just funny hands?" And then I also specified that I didn't mean Bakugo because Bakugo also has funny <laughs> also has hands. Funny hands. <laughs> it's a valid uh, question. Uh, yeah, he just stretches his fingers like at random times it seems, and he's actually we see in flashbacks when Bakugo's very young, uh, he's there with him. So it's the same two mm. friends from when they were mm-hmm. real young. Yeah, he's got weird creepy fingers because he's yeah. a weird creepy kid trying to pick so, up. So I mean, having big feet is <laughs> very plausible as a quirk. It's- very possible this kid's just got funny hands (laughs) he's gonna be a terrible superhero but he could be a great plumber (laughs) just reach in deep get that clog (laughs) 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 so yeah this slime boy breaks out from the bottle and kidnaps bakugo he wants to take him as his host skin suit skin delicious I love when Mount Lady steps in and she's like, yes. my only weakness, a one lane road. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's, that's very super specific. You and for it, sure it's can immediate- also shrink, so. <laughs> uh, immediately after, a bunch of other heroes get to this ruckus and there's like Woodman who's like, oh no, there's fire now, I'm out. <laughs> and then there's Backdraft, the firefighting hero, who's like, well, there's all this dang fire, I can't really take care of the monster. <laughs> One guy says, there's too much fire, and then the firefighter hero comes by and says, there's also too much fire, that's why you're here. We have the same problem, friend. <laughs> yeah, and essentially Bakugo is just making this hard for everybody. Because he can't stop exploding shit. <laughs> yeah, the slime creature's taking control of his body and yeah, making him fire off his explosions at random. 
Yeah. Well, I think it's Bakugo trying to fight back. That too, yeah. Yeah. I like the super strong guy with just the massive arms. His name is Death Arms. And, like, <laughs> I get it's intimidating, but that's a bad superhero name. <laughs> I just sent Death with a wave of my arms. It's like, oh, Grab oh, onto God. my arm. No, your name is no, Death thank you. Arms. I'll wait for that's... Life Arms. Yeah, yeah <laughs> g- give me Life Arms. Or at least Safe Arms. <laughs> Please plush cushion arms i'll take him <laughs> and i can't imagine all of those heroes are real in this world mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very possible yeah well we see um well no we didn't see but in the first episode uh you see backtraft you know sectioning off an area with controlling the water and deku runs up and there's a dude just next to deku with just like giant spikes coming out of his face in like a snowflake pattern it's like, oh, oh, okay. And that's and just he, who he is. That's just who he is. He's not a superhero. He's a bystander. And he's just like, <laughs> ah, kid, you're kind of a fanboy, aren't you? Like, he's just kind of the gruff city goer. But he's just got, like, weird spikes coming out of his face. It's like, oh, oh, my. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, what an unfortunate quirk. Yeah. <laughs> you can never wear hats. You can never smooch. No. Well, maybe. It might be uncomfy. Yeah, it'll definitely be uncomfortable. But that's uh, you just gotta find concrete man where uh, <laughs> the face will not uh, be penetrated by Soul those spikes. Mate. You say that there's actually a superhero made of concrete. His name is Cementos. Oh is that my tattoo, god! Tattoo, 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 No, that's no, the no, no. Man. He's Cementos is the teacher. Oh, he's the big grape of wreck of a teacher. Um, but yeah, that's something I absolutely love about this world. It's like people have these superpowers. And also, they're fucking weird looking. Yeah, Like, just so many bizarre people. Two of my faves, uh, Mina, she's pink, mm-hmm. but it, ha- it doesn't really have anything to do with her quirk, and no. Bird Boy. Tokoyami's just got a he's bird He's just head. a bird. It That's has it. nothing to do with his quirk. That's my favorite, is sometimes it has to do with their quirk. So, we haven't really gotten to him, uh, but we saw him in that one clip uh, of the baby man. Uh, yeah, the uh, purple Mineta. Suit diaper. yeah. Mineta. He's got purple, like, sticky orbs on his head it's like that's a weird thing but that's also his quirk but then there's plenty of other characters who are like you're half dog and you can also shoot fire it's like what like (laughs) it has nothing associated with the power and their appearance and those are my favorite ones Mm -hmm. (laughs) i saw in the episode four there was a guy in the background just wearing a yellow hoodie and he's got just this big black dragon head i was like oh okay it's like i like that <laughs> i'm <guy."> hoodie man <laughs> it's like during this important event and he's just in a hoodie and like slacks and sneakers like yeah, he's not dressing up for anyone yeah. <laughs> like, i want to know that guy's story i'm very interested in him yeah. all the powers of a hoodie not not a dragon <laughs> no, no just a hoodie, just a hoodie. <laughs> but so that fight's going on and all those superheroes decide that they can't fight can't help them they can't help him, and then All Might is in the back feeling bad in his Small Might form. Because he was already strong today. He can't do it again. I actually love that All Might doesn't blame Izuku for, like, dropping the bottle. Because mm-hmm. it could have been Izuku's fault. But then Izuku is blaming himself, and it's just, like, such a cool moment of, like... That's, like, the first time you see, like, how similar they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much. It's a good parallel seeing them putting the blame on themselves of they could have done more as opposed to blaming someone else for getting in their way. Yes. It's a very enjoyable sequence. Yeah, I also have the note, I forgot how much Izuku cries. So much. Oh yeah, he it's all the so time. Much. He's like, an emotional I'm boy. Finally, a character I can relate to yes, in these very sensitive. shows. <laughs> very soft, very sensitive. I appreciate them doing a different character versus just the super strong will of like, I'll overcome any challenge, like anime protagonist. 
But yeah, he cries so much to the point I'm worried about him dehydrating. Yeah, I was like, thinking about that too. So much. I was like, God, I hope he drinks a huge bottle of water. <laughs> um, it's it's a lot. So Izuku and uh, Small Might are beating themselves up about it, but Izuku is like, Nah, man, I'm gonna I, save my friend. I can take him. I got no powers, but I got the heart of a warrior. <laughs> I got this backpack and... I can throw at him. Backpack, backpack. Uh, yeah. I th- <laughs> he points out, he's like, oh, the villain has somebody hostage, but he can't really see who. And it's the moment he locks eyes with uh, Bakugo. He's just yeah. like, oh, shit, I know that guy. He's my bud. Yeah. And that's what gets him to jump in. And he just runs. He runs before he can think. Doesn't work out well all the time. But this time. It worked it out okay. It also didn't work out <laughs> Well, I mean, it, everybody came out safe. Yeah, luckily there was a mega hero who was <laughs> watching from the sidelines, and Small Might sees this inspiring moment of this powerless boy running in to save his friend and uses that as motivation to put himself in danger and go back into flex mode and <laughs> literally punches the sludge so hard that it starts raining. Yeah. So literally change the weather. Yep. It was incredible. Also, you get Vic Mignogna as a background character. I heard that too and I was like Dana's going to hear that. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, a <laughs> it's a fun game. It's a fun game. yeah. All Might's got the power of uh, love, strength, and patriotism. It can do nothing. Nothing can stop him. All Might for president. Yay! Yay. (laughs) I'd vote for him. He's better than the current one, but he wouldn't be great. (laughs) I don't think he's great with politics. I don't think any day would be boring. No. (laughs) But he could just be like, hey, you know what? Jersey sucks. Let's get rid of this and just pick it up and throw it across the world. (laughs) As Izuku is uh, walking home, Ugh. Bakugo follows him <laughs> and is like, Hey, nerd, you you didn't need to save me. I'm tough. I didn't need your help. You didn't save me, in fact. <laughs> but then just runs away. Like He just comes. It's like, hey, I just wanted to say, screw you. And then runs off. <laughs> to which Izuku says, Guess now I should go back to giving up on my dreams. And I'm like, same. <laughs> Uh, the most motivational thing in this entire show. And then he runs into All Might with his other catchphrase. I am here. I am here. Oh, co- cool. Thank you for announcing your presence. Yeah, I wrote, thank you, All Might. It's to say that you're safe now. I am here. Nothing can go wrong while I'm here, which is not true, but it's yeah. a good uh, message to send, I suppose. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, so that's episode two. Well, wait. Uh, ooh. He gives him a little motivational talk about how he does think he can be a hero. Oh, yeah, you're right. I apologize. And then at the end, it makes me so emotional every time he says this, but at the end, Deku goes, oh, yeah, this is a story about how I became the world's best hero. And I'm just like, oh, (gasps) Uh, you do it. You do it, little guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will say this is also one of the first shows we watch that has like, a message yeah. of like even if you aren't the strongest or the baddest you can still do stuff yeah mm-hmm. this show is just really good because it's just very like it's like hype and positive and empowering mm-hmm. like it's all about just like building yourself up and like finding the confidence within you you know yeah there, it is very pure yeah there's one character i think that just completely embodies that like that's his entire personality like even more than deku 
that uh, we don't really get to see in this uh, group of episodes, but you'd see later on. Um, but he's just, like, just the embodiment of, like, positive energy and, like, mm. upbeat personality. And just, like, yeah, you can do it. Just go through it. Like, you know, you gotta work hard, but you can work hard. And then you can achieve it. It's like, God, you're just such a good role model for everyone around you. It makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, like, cheesy and, like, a guidance council or something. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's very inspirational. Yeah. And, yeah, All Might says you can be a hero. Yeah. we kind of skip over with episode three. Yeah, but, he but says, we don't miss much. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it kinda seems like it's just training. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a training montage episode. Yeah. But for context, All Might tells him his quirk is transferable. Mm-hmm. That he was once quirkless and he can give his quirk to Deku but he has to train his body to prepare for it so he doesn't just explode when he gets it. So that's basically what episode three is. It's just the training montage. And then at the very end, All Might gives him a piece of his hair and says, eat this. Yum, yum, and yum. And that's where we are with episode four, like the opening of that. Because mm-hmm. I realized there was kind of a callback in episode four to when he uh, Dooku, uh, Deku eats the hair but it doesn't show him eating it. It just shows him really, like, grimacing and swallowing something. Yeah. It's like, All Might is like, kind of like, and that's just one piece of hair, but you still yeah. have to be careful. Without context, it's kind of like... It's yeah, I, it was it was a little unsettling at first. Yeah. Because it, it, it showed uh, Deku grimacing, and he was All Might is like, yeah, swallow it all down. Yes. I was like, oh, did this take a sharp turn? But okay, Out of yeah. context, it was weird, yes. Before we move on, Mm-hmm. I have to best genist. Yes, yes, I love it. Okay, this I <laughs> this I have seen online all over, and I love it. I <laughs> honestly thought it was part of the Persona franchise. <laughs> I had no idea it was part of this. What is his quirk? Is it just that he has a, a, an extremely good fashion sense? <laughs> just super fashionable. Um, no, uh, in this they introduce, like, UA in the school and the alumni, which are All Might, Endeavor, who has makes a point to say the most wins. So, uh, Endeavor's actually, they do, like, a popularity contest, essentially, of who's the top-ranked heroes, and it actually determines, like, strength and, like, general opinion, which is, like, very important, because you don't want a hero that saves you, but everyone's terrified of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they even, later on, they even mention heroes that look like villains. They're like, they're good guys, they're good people and heroes, but people are scared of them because of how terrifying their quirk and mutation makes them look. Mm-hmm. Um, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Horrifying. yeah. <laughs> he's a k- agent of chaos. He's a, <laughs> I don't know if he's good. Um, but yeah, so he says All Might, who's like the top hero, Endeavor, who's the second place hero, and he has the most wins. So he's extremely competitive and, like, has the most wins in fights and stuff. But he's not a good, like, rescue hero. I don't like Endeavor, but we don't get to know why in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then Best Genus, who's actually third place overall. Hell yeah. He's extremely powerful. Yeah, I I want to know how. I want to know (laughs) everything about this character. Best Genus's quirk is able to control fabric and fibers oh of course anyone wearing clothing he can essentially control and manipulate oh it's like kill a kill kinda so it's that's lost on me spoilers (laughs) for kill a kill (laughs) so it's kind of like arguable that like yeah he's always gonna have something to fight with because he's wearing a ton of clothes and then anyone he fights is 
most likely going to be wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but in there's an offshoot of uh, My Hero Academia called My Hero Academia Vigilantes, where it's kind of a spin-off mm-hmm. side story. And Ooh. it highlights some of the weirder characters and weirder powers. And one guy in that story can fly, but only if he's naked. Oh, so he's no. kind of a flasher, and that gives him a boost of energy to fly, and then falls back down when it wears off, and then he flashes people again, and it goes back up. And it's weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> unfortunate. So, see, he would be a difficult opponent for best genus. Yeah. The one true nemesis. Yes. <laughs> best genus versus best peanut. No. Nope. Um, mm, nope. Uh... Anyway, so uh, this Moving is on. the this is the episode where they are all applying and going through the test to see if they will be accepted the into the entrance uh, exam. Yeah, that those are the words. Mm-hmm. Uh, the to UA. So there is a giant fake city that they're going to be fighting robots in and trying to rack up points uh, for. The type of robot they fight, the yep. weaker they are, the less points. The stronger they are, the mo- more points. That's With an how that exception works. of the zero-point robot, which is yeah. the largest and most difficult to fight. Yes. It's to teach them that you can't win every fight with brute force, and sometimes it's best to just run away. Mm-hmm. So it's not meant to, No one's supposed to fight this thing. It's supposed to be ridiculously overpowered and absurd. I love so. Deku's tracksuit. Yes. His tracksuit, which later is is inspiration for his hero costume that his mom makes him. Mm. She sews it all together. I love Mom Midoriya. Oh, uh, we'll get to her. She's <laughs> wonderful. Um, so yeah, this is the entrance exam, and they say, uh, I forget the exact number, but it's a very low percentage actually gets admitted into the school. Like, yes. a thousand will apply and maybe, like, 50 will get in or something like that. Which is convenient, because basically everyone we see in this scene makes it in. Mm. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, most yeah. people with dialogue gets in. So we get to meet... We don't really... He doesn't talk to Uraraka right now. Yeah. That's the girl. But that he, was in episode three. He we does talk to Ida. Ida. Who is... Yeah, this, uh... Who I wrote, uh, Markiplier shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he's just a dweeby nerd with... He has, like, uh, rocket-powered legs in his calves. I hate looking at them. uh, They make me so uncomfortable. (laughs) Because I have have, uh, trypophobia, and there's just, like... Oh, yeah. Me too! Oof! Oof! Engines in your legs! Imagine being born with that! (laughs) Oh, I couldn't do it. Disgusting! Remove them, please! <laughs> well, if it helps, he's born normal, and then around age three or four, they get the quirks. Mm. That doesn't so make it better! <laughs> they just grew one day, like, Ugh. hey, my legs feel heavy. Yeah, hey, my legs hurt them. so bad! <laughs> so much! Mom, why is this happening? Yeah, but so, please end the pain! Yeah, so Deku like <laughs> wants to thank Uraraka, because she ch- saved him from falling, because her quirk is that she can defy gravity. She can make things float things she touch yeah she has little pads on her fingertips yeah uh i just wrote down cock block uh tenya yeah he just comes over he's like don't don't even think about talking to that girl right now it's like whoa hey man she's (laughs) trying to focus and then everybody else sees this happen everyone sees the shame the public shaming of deku even at his new school he's a nerd and then aoyama is there and i just wrote it's him it's taco (laughs) from tv (laughs) (laughs) Aoyama is the best boy 
and I will hear no disagreements of that. But no, no yeah, Deku I was, my exists. heart was immediately stolen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> my, this is one of the parts that reading the manga helps um, because every now and then with the chapters, the artist will or author will draw a character and just have like a character sheet of like information about them. And then put a little author's note of, like, why he made the character, what his inspiration was, and, like, you know, something he likes about him and stuff like that. And Aoyama's the best, because in the author's note, he just, the author writes, I don't know why I like this character. He's just so funny to me, and I'm putting him in everything. (laughs) And that's all it is. Like, he just, for some reason, loves how ridiculous this character is and just puts him in. He has no real development. He's not, like, a character. He's just this running joke the author loves, and I love him, too. He's like a French weeaboo. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a French enthusiast. And he has a permanent wink. One eye is closed <laughs> yes, at like all him. times. Yes. He and says, he's got a naval laser. He at one a laser point he says, belly. Trey, awesome. And it's like, oh boy. <laughs> I love him. He's so good. He oh, is also right. American. He's not French at all. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. He, he could be any ethnicity. It's definitely not French, though. <laughs> That's the one. It's, I'm sure it's not. He's a crazy joke character, but he actually gets some pretty good character development later on. Okay. But he's, he's never bad. Like In my opinion, he's never a bad character. Yeah, he's just so kind of silly. He's he's very silly for no other reason than to be silly. Yeah. So I'm all on board with uh, Oyama. Yeah, I love Uraraka uh, but, so much. Yeah, she's so uh, round. But, uh, Oyama helps out Deku and shoots a robot in front of him because he gets terrified and freezes in place. Yeah, so. that's nice enough. He's <laughs> scrambling around trying to find any robots to fight because he has zero points Please and any. everyone has a head start. Any at all. Because at this point also he's too afraid to use his quirk because he's never used it before. Uh, all my warrants on me is like if you, you know, don't uh, train your body well, like it could just destroy your body. Like it's, you know, it won't hold back. Yeah. So, yeah, he's very calculated and planning. Like I can't just run around punching everything to death because... I might only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> Uraka has 20-some points, and then we see Ida with, like, 46 points or yeah. something. So it's only a few minutes, and people are already, like, racking up those points fast. So Deku's pretty stressed. This is when the uh, teachers who are watching on the hidden surveillance cans release the giant, I wrote, Godzilla mech mm-hmm. uh, as <laughs> the... the the nihilistic lesson of you can't win everything. You're not going to. Don't even try. Uh, mm-hmm. Life is futile. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good. It's a good school. I like the school thought. <laughs> and everybody literally just runs. Scatter. But... It's like the cops at a high school party. <laughs> <laughs> I threw down a. What does he say? <laughs> a bottle of like whiskey. And he said, "Scatter, scatter." <laughs> um, oh, John Mulaney. But poor Uraka gets stuck under a rock. Stuck mm-hmm. under an Uraka. Boo! <laughs> I say Boo-Uraka to that. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, some of the building the big robot hit knocks down uh, falls on top of her, I believe. Like, that's why mm-hmm. it landed on her. Um, so, yeah, she's pinned. And we see everyone running away. We see Deku pissing his pants, frozen in fear. And we see Ida run by, like, lock eyes, or not lock eyes, but clearly look at Deku and just be like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and runs off. Ida's, oh, like, he's a great character and I would love him much later on, but he's a real jerk in these early episodes. It's weird. He gets he gets much more endearing. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that is good. Yeah. Because uh, he's a big old jerk here. Yeah. yeah. So Deku feels compelled to save his new friend. That saved him. Yeah, she saved him uh, from tripping over himself. From embarrassing him himself. So he goes running in and rockets into the sky, demolishing his legs. Absolute jelly. That's legs now. Mm-hmm. You see them flapping in the wind, and it's real gross. Yeah, this is my least favorite part, because uh, <laughs> we just see his limbs. Because he also, when rocketing himself off the ground, punches this giant robot that no one should fight, mm-hmm. and immediately one punch knocks it out uh, and shatters his arm. Yeah. <laughs> just pudding in his arm, just flapping around like nothing's in there. So his left arm is is good, but everything mm-hmm. else... Everything else is bad. Everything else is bad. <laughs> That's the toll of the one for all. Uh, it's power. It's devastating to the yeah. body. He says something about real power as he's like falling or as he's punching or something, and I'm like, yes, breaking all of your bones is the greatest power anyone can have. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the greatest hero, broken bone man. I'll be the greatest hero... Ah! he's like samuel jackson and unbreakable yeah so he feels as he's falling he feels his only option is to just fucking ruin his left arm as well i mean it's that or die right so i get it (laughs) i kind of agree with him but thank goodness for uruaka best girl best girl she gains her strength back and smacks him just pimp slaps him just bah and then he floats and I like that she was floating on a little part of the robot yeah. to get m- more height because she knew he would have momentum going down. Yeah. So you see him stop right before the ground, but she hits him probably like eight feet above the ground or so. And then she barfs. She barfs because the pow- even her power makes her puts a strain on her body. It makes her nauseous. Yeah, and it was very sparkly. She's and I so wrote cute. sparkle pukes. She's and- so cute. <laughs> Oh, that's that's the best way to show puke, in my opinion. So so the fight's over, and mm-hmm. then a little old lady comes in and she gives people gummies. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Gummies don't do anything; yeah. they're just gummies. Great they're job. They're just candy. Have some gummies. <laughs> yeah, this is Recovery Girl, yeah. the school medic at uh, UA, mm-hmm. who immediately gives out some gummies. Uh, sees this broken child on the street <laughs> and is like child. oh let me let me take months of recovery off yeah. she says and immediately heals all those broken jelly bones I, honestly seeing them heal like repair themselves was also kind of uncomfortable to watch it's like Ugh, oh no Ugh, this, this might be worse um I had trouble yeah with it's not fun yeah. <laughs> it's gross it's like watching someone pop a socket back in. Uh, but yeah, so Recovery Girl, um, she heals people, but it takes energy away from them. I forget exactly what kind, but it's like calories or something. So there is a drawback. She can't just heal everyone indefinitely. There is yeah. a limit to it. Um, they explain that later on. Um, because she ends up healing Deku a lot. Because his <laughs> body breaks all the time. Shocker. What? He's a little weak baby? <laughs> yeah. And it gets kind of better, but not much. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, the test is over, and Deku thinks he's done. Like, he is not getting into this school. He's he got, got zero, zero points. points. The one he killed uh, has zero points to it. Yes. So he's back at home, and he's doing one of those little um, strength things. 
in his hand. Yeah, like hand squeezy. Thing. Yeah. And his things. mom, his mom is like, I know you're worried, but I'm proud of you and I think you're really cool, sweetie. Oh, God. <laughs> I um, love her. Uh, she mom? is the sweetest. All of the girls in this show are just very good. Very good. <laughs> all of them. Mom Doria is the best girl. And anyone who disagrees with that, I will fly you out to L.A. I will take you into the street, and I will bare knuckle box you and put you down like the rabid animal you are. How dare you? She is the best. I'm going to call her best lady, because Uraraka is best girl. Okay, I'll stand for that. She's the best best woman. I like that in flashbacks, she's like young and thin, and now she's like Mm -hmm. older, and she's like put on a little weight, and she's like really cute and small. I love her. I can never tell if she gets smaller or if it's just Deku getting bigger. Because well, the yeah, most time we see, I mean. most time we see her in a flashback, she's only with Deku. Yeah. Not many other characters, except for the Doctor Robotnik that tells uh, Deku <laughs> he's got no powers. Um, but yeah, she gets like tiny and a little wider, and she's just. Uh, we see also in like some other scenes, she you can see where all the crying comes from with Deku. She cries like, a lot. She cries yeah. at the drop of a hat and just is so sweet. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> but so Deku's like agonizing over the fact that he probably didn't get in, even though he passed his written. He, he, I think he passed that 100% or like flying color, like easily passed that. Yeah. He doesn't think so, but I think he did. I think All Might says so. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, what he receives is a letter in the mail with his test results. So he immediately rushes to his bedroom and opens up this, like, is it like a hologram thing? Yeah. Or, yeah. I, yeah. I like that's not just a letter. It's like, no, we're crazy super sci-fi uh, society. Like, we have to make this as elaborate and expensive yeah. as possible. I've seen this twice and I can't. I still can't tell if it's, like, live or not. Because he does no. respond. He responds to him, though. Deku does says he? something and he goes, yes. I, I think know. he might just be saying that, like, as a rhetorical response because uh someone off camera tells yeah. him he says something he's Hurry like wait I have, to, I have to record how many of these today so i think he's just recording all of the yeah. like congratulations you got in in bulk yeah and he's realizing like i can only sustain this public form for like three hours like how many do i gotta record it's like oh god yeah so and he personalizes deku's because you know he knows him he trained him good pals so he goes <laughs> a little long with it uh but yeah he gets in deku's crying again this is also when we yeah. find out that All Might is part of the faculty, because we did not know that previously. No, yeah, we did not. He, he well, recently joined. I guess yeah. the audience did, because he was at the test. Mm-hmm, he was but, in the secret room with all the monitors. Yeah. I also put, I put, thank God they filmed this private conversation between a potential student and teacher. Yeah, because... Uh, it turns out there were hidden factors in the hero fighting test. Ooh. Not just how many robots you fight. Uh, there were also rescue points that he got uh, for jumping in and being the only person to take on this giant robot in defense of his friend. Yeah, but Uraka also approaches, uh, what's his name? Microphone uh, man? Present, present Mike. Present Mike. She is like, hello, Deku saved me. Please give me... No, she describes him as average and does not stand out much. And yeah. he goes, she's talking about me. <laughs> That's me. It's like, oh, Deku. <laughs> Your standards are so low. Yeah. He is pretty uh, average, I guess. He's, He's just freckles. a little lad. But he He's got, got freckles in the school. broccoli hair. Yeah. Yay, congratulations, Izuku. Yay. Good job, son. And she also got a bunch of rescue points for rescuing him. Yeah. 
And no one else did because they're all selfish children. Yeah, imagine that. Mm -hmm. Going to a superhero (laughs) school actually requires being like a superhero. Right. Or like showing potential. And giving a damn about your fellow humanity. Yeah. I like back in the event when Ida realizes, like, wait, there might be hidden factors. Yeah. And he stops and he's like, but if this wasn't a test, I definitely would have gone back and saved her. Ha ha ha, I'm a good person. It's like, you dumb dumb bitch <laughs> but you didn't <laughs> you did. like it's clearly him just making excuses for why he didn't and he's like i i know i'm a good person like you know justifying it to himself and i thought that was a great uh, little moment that's the eater we fight we meet later mm-hmm. not the jerk in the beginning but yeah so they all get in yeah pretty much everyone with a uh, line gets in everyone that <laughs> yeah. spoke got in plus a bunch of others we don't see and that's pretty much episode four uh and if you wait through the credits there's both the uh, you know hype for next episode but there's also a little scene post credits he gets to tell his mom that he got in and she was so proud of him Aww. yeah she's she's pacing outside of his bedroom door yeah. and he just opens it up and smiles and she's like oh he's smiling he must have gotten in and just she just starts bawling tears and it's like oh god you're a good mother I love. So yeah, this brings us to episode seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we skip ahead. We miss his, I think, like first week. Uh, I sort of skimmed no, through yeah. the yeah. episodes to fill in the gaps, but didn't get to basically meet his they main start. Teacher. Yeah. Eraser. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's a little bit of a reference to him in episode seven, but Eraserhead is his homeroom and primary teacher. He's a. Uh, really tired and doesn't want to put up with people's shit and his quirk is he can take away others quirks by looking at them which is sick makes him a great teacher because if a kid's just going nuts with their powers he can just shut it down right away and his primary weapon is a scarf they never really explain it but it's kind of like a weighted scarf that he can use to wrap around people and kind of entangle them it was a Um, gift from best genist (laughs) it very well could be it very well could be we bring that up because that is alluded to in episode seven. Yeah. So that gives a little context for that. Yeah. And when we're dropped into episode seven, we're in the middle of a school exercise. It's like a heroes versus villains type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're in a fake Teamwork. building. Oh, again, using their fake cities. Yeah. Yeah, this is a close quarters combat fight where two people are guarding a nuclear weapon, uh, posing as the villains, and two have to go in and secure this nuclear weapon. Yes, Mm -hmm. and these four just happen to be the ones that we know best so far. (laughs) Yup. Bakugo and Ida are the villains, and Uraraka Mm -hmm. and Deku are the heroes. Yes. There were, uh, I think in episode 6, there were at least one other match that we didn't see, because um, it was in a different episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, they aren't the first set. This is maybe like the third or fourth pairing off uh, that everyone's watching. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good guys just have to touch the bomb, uh, and both good or bad guys, to capture someone, just have to wrap them up in tape. So if you got tape around it, you're out. Like, you're disqualified. Mm-hmm. Very flag football rules for this superhero school, <laughs> which uh, I you gotta love. Be sa- you gotta be safe. You don't want to <laughs> m- murder a child in front of another child. But t- I mean, Bakugo uh, is down to murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll throw giant robots at people, but beyond that, they got safety equipment in them. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't- they talk about like Harry Potter, how like oh we've had a student die this year. Like I wonder if. 
uh, UAs ever had that. It was like, how many died this year? It's like 14. It's like, 14? It's like, yeah, it's pretty low this That's, year. Yeah, it's like, pretty good. <laughs> it's about average. Yeah. The class is 1A, um, and it's these four characters we see, and then like 25 other ones or so. I'm not sure it's the exact number. Mm-hmm. Um, but so everyone else in the class is down there in the safe room with all the monitors watching. Uh, with All Might, who is their teacher for this exercise. And he is wearing his superhero outfit, and he is uh, a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got big and presentable in front of the whole class. Everyone has to see the shining symbol of peace and justice. Very <laughs> handsome. But uh, yeah, so yeah. so Bakugo makes a point of saying, I want to hurt you so bad they'll have to stop the fight. Yeah, Which... he doesn't want to kill Deku. He just wants to, like permanently paralyze him or something close to like as far as he can go without actually killing him yeah which yeah, i mean he... is a red flag yeah, yeah it's, not, it's a good... uh, not great he goes from just being like this guy's kind of a jerk and a bully to like oh this is a murderer he is a psychopath <laughs> yeah like he's completely unhinged yeah and uh this episode's a big old flashback episode for yeah. bakugo and deku and seeing where all this rivalry and contention comes from and it's literally just bakugo being extremely Dang. insecure yeah the theme for this episode is calm down bakugo <laughs> fucking relax <laughs> just take a breath there are other people here yeah oh this is also i believe it's the first episode we see with deku in his full costume with the mask mm-hmm. that is odd first and, and only thank god y- well, uh, I think there's another episode, but yeah, it's very rare, and uh, he gets another iteration of his costume where he just gets rid of the mask entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I know it's supposed to be reminiscent of All Might, he's got big, they look like ears, but they're supposed to be like All Might's hair antennas, mm-hmm. and then he's got a respirator for a mask, like, to help him breathe in case of, like, you know, emergency situations, but then All Might smiles all the time to bring people peace and ease so he wanted to put a permanent smile on the mask so Deku just ends up looking like a donkey <laughs> and it's weird um, but yeah very quickly it gets you know half the mask gets blown off and I like to think that the other half stayed on because his hair is so crazy and sticking up into the ear fold <laughs> it's stuck up just held on uh, tight and then, yeah and then the other half gets blown off eventually because turns out people hate drawing the main character in a mask mm. what that's why Spider-Man's ripping his mask off every five seconds in the movies. <laughs> it never stops bugging me about that. Um, but yeah, so this is a big old flashback episode while they're doing this uh, teamwork exercise. Yay! Yeah, so we get into their rocky relationship uh, as uh, powers develop for some, but not <laughs> not our lovely little pure child. I love <laughs> when Deku's boy. like, after he got his powers... He changed, and I was like, you can say he became an asshole. It's okay, because he did. I, yeah. He became an asshole. Watching You're allowed scene, to swear. <laughs> you can cuss. Uh, watching that scene, though, he's like, yeah, after he got his powers, he changed. And I was like, no, he kind of seems like a dick before he got his powers. He kind of he always, seemed to was always a butthole. Yeah, it just yeah. seemed to get worse. Even their, like, yeah, we're best friends moment was uh, uh, Bakugo hanging out with his friends and Deku being like, oh, let me tag along. Yeah. yeah, he seems like the kid brother your mom forces you to bring along with you when you hang out with friends. But he's just—he's just trying to have fun. He's just trying to be cool. He's just a sweet little angel boy trying to have fun with his pu- buds. Yeah, 
Um, one of my favorite scenes, though, with the flashback is uh, they're crossing a log over a river, and Bakugo falls off. And he's like, hey, Bakugo, you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, you know, don't worry, I'll be up there in a second. And Deku runs down to help him up and sees if he's hurt or if he needs help. And the face Kid Bakugo makes of just this motherfucker. Like, like it's so, so enraged. It's so, so insulted. Because Deku's just trying to be nice and help his friend, and he's like, I don't need your help. He's so mad. He's like, he's like a toddler. Literally, that's where, like, the problem starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Bakugo is just like, it seems like he feels actually inferior to Deku. So he does everything in his power to make it seem like he is superior. It's not super clear. We may have skipped over it. But is it a secret that All Might gave his quirk yes. to Deku? Very few okay. people know that uh, All Might's quirk is transferable, and even less know that Deku has it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, because Bakugo is like, oh, all these years and you've been hiding your this amazing power from me, you are so manipulative <laughs> and terrible, while he's being like the most toxic person in the entire mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, it, it really plays into the insecurity of, I thought I was better than you because I had a power, even though you're super nice and you're clearly better. <laughs> but now you also have a power and that makes me feel even more inferior. I must destroy you. I that he life. must have a very small dick. Which is... <laughs> that has to be yeah. the only thing. We see uh, much later, I think maybe in season three, you see... You see uh, his dick? His very small <laughs> dick. <laughs> I mean, you don't see much. It's very small. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, we see his like parents and his home life, and it like oh, yeah. it's all just learned behavior from his mom. His dad's very timid and quiet. His mom is exactly the same. Um, so there's a bit of that. I think though, as a kid, it's Bakugo just being good at stuff and like being praised early on. He's like, "Yeah, I am great." We see that in the kindergarten class with him and the teachers. And Deku has always just wanted to help everyone, and Bakugo saw the help as a sign of weakness. Like, I don't need help. I'm strong enough on my own. How dare you help me? Like, how dare you pity me with your help? Like, I'm strong. I don't need you. And then when Deku gets his powers, it be- I think that's when it becomes an inferiority uh, complex. Like, oh, you actually had powers this whole time. You were lying to me. You were manipulating just me. Like, you were just screwing me over and lying, pretending you didn't have this power. And it's a super strong power. Like, how dare you do this to me and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think, I think it always was... Uh, a contentious relationship and an issue, but I think it evolves as they get older and becomes something different once Deku has powers. Mm-hmm. During this time, we also see Ida upstairs being the biggest dork on the planet. Yeah. And I love yeah. it. This is the Ida we know and love. His superhero outfit is very extra. He, he's Iron He's quick Iron Man. And Uraraka's there looking perfect and round as usual. <laughs> perfect and round. Um, yeah, we... I don't know if we actually got to it even at this point in the episodes, uh, but not the ones we saw. Uh, but Ida's from a long line of superhero family, mm-hmm. and they're all speedsters. Uh, a lot of quirks are transferable from parents, so they either have the same quirk as their parents or something similar. Um, so a lot of his his older brother and I think his dad were both like speedster heroes with the name Ingenium. And uh, that's what his costume's based off. That's why it's like, you know week two and he's already got this crazy thought out costume design mm-hmm. um, because it was you know passed out through his family uh but uraka's rocking heels yeah in her super suit 
Uh, yeah, they're like weird horseshoe yeah, heels. Yeah, like curves in the front and then a heel in the back. And she's like, damn, girl, I know you can float and all, but that's got to be a pain to walk in. Yeah, I was thinking like, that too, but maybe she's just going for aesthetics. I mean, I get it. It's, <laughs> you got to be extra in this world. But it's like, it's all tile and like, it looks like slick metal yeah. floors. Like, that that can't be <laughs> easy be convenient. at all. Uh, I just love when uh, Deku and Bakugo are kind of in the middle of their fight. And Uraraka's like, yeah, I'm here. He's just monologuing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he's leaning into like, well, I'm on the villain team. So I guess I got to act like a, a villain. And he gets very like cartoon <laughs> villain. And it's He does great. the big <laughs> laugh. And it's, uh, he's so dorky. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. He does the resourceful thing of he's he knows that he's going up against someone who can uh, levitate. Uh, anything that she touches and hides everything in the room <laughs> so there's nothing that she can get a hold of which is actually yeah. pretty good he has his moments. That, it's one of my favorite things about this show is that th- i mean there are some real dumb characters there are some very dumb characters which are great but by and large most of the cast are actually like competent like mm-hmm. i won't say super smart but they're at least like not brain dead idiots like in a lot of other shows to the point where, like, yeah, Ida prepped ahead of time because he knew who he, he was facing. Or we see Deku with all of his calculations of, like, how to fight Bakugo. He's like, I gotta do this, and I gotta do that, and I gotta do this. Or if he does that, I gotta do this. And he's very prepared. And I like that trait of Deku, but it's also a pr- lower trait, but it's pretty prevalent in all of the characters. They all think out plans. Yeah. They don't just run in uh, One Piece or Naruto style of just, like, I will win this fight because I want to so bad. Like, my sheer force of will. Deku even mentions it when they're fighting. He Bakugo does something, and I guess he expected him to do one thing, but then he, like... Uh, what did he do? He, like, dodged while uh, he attacked or something like that? He uh, changed up. Uh, he's, like... Oh, he normally goes in for, like, a, a, right, a right hand yeah. punch. And uh, he went in for a kick. Is Is he concerned? Is he changing up his style? Because he knows I know yeah. know it. Because he has like a roster on everyone's powers since he's such a big uh, superhero yeah. nerd. So he knows Bakugo always starts every fight with a big right hook, and he does that in the beginning of the show, uh, beginning of the episode. And that's how Deku's able to judo throw him over his shoulder. That was sick. And once Bakugo sees that, he's like, "Oh, he knows. He's like calculating my fighting style. Uh, instead of punching, he starts kicking more and more." So. Uh, like I was saying, everyone thinks out, thinks stuff through. Bakugo is also smart. He's incredibly smart and very tactical and a good fighter and a good hero. He's just the biggest asshole. <laughs> like, he's actually good. And uh, we see another character, like, praise him that when he dodges Deku's punch, he shifts his trajector- trajectory floating in the air, uses it to create a smoke screen to blind Deku. Yeah, that's what I was And also circles around about. Deku. Yeah. So he's actually... Very clever and uh, a very good fighter. He's just such a piece of shit. Yeah. He's so extremely it's, it's unlikable right yeah. now. Well, yeah, he really shows it off because he uh, leans into his quirk of being able to use his sweat, which is basically nitroglycerin, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ignite it. And his costume has these big cartoony grenades at the end of it that he uh, stores his sweat in so he can fire these big giant flame balls and that is simultaneously very cool and very yeah. disgusting <laughs> yeah welcome to Boku no hero <laughs> um, 
Oh, I'm storing up all my sweat in these wrist canisters. Oh, God, just imagine walking next to him and you just hear the sloshing, like a half-empty water bottle. Ugh. It's like, oh, God, that's all your sweat. Gross. Turn up the heat, I'm at half capacity. <laughs> so, yeah, this is when they start going at it, going hard. Yeah, and um, uh, Baka goes like, I'm probably not going to kill him. And All Might is kind of like, I know that as a teacher I should stop this fight. And it's just like, but it's so cool. Yeah, you can hear that in your mind. I'm like, but they just look so cool. They look so good. My son's doing so great. <laughs> I'm so proud of my boy. Yeah, I wrote down the, what he says. He's like, we should stop it, but for his sake, I'll I'll keep the fight going. It's like you're watching this kid get his ass handed to him, and you're like, oh, for his sake, I'll Against let his shit get wrecked. A boy who barely knows how to use his cork without breaking his bones <laughs> against a boy who's had it since he was four and can set things on fire. Just explode from the fingertips. But even uh, the classmates watching with All Might are like, whoa, Bakugo's a little unstable. Hey, Pretty All Might, unstable. maybe this should be over. And All Might's just hey, like, nah, it's cool. No, I'm rooting for this little kid to keep getting pummeled. Shut up, kid, I got money riding on this. I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, um, but we I, get like a good look at Mina in her costume. I love Mina. Oh, yeah. Mina's um, the pink, pink one with the horns and the dark eyes. Um, she's a great character and a terrible student. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we see this is where we see a good shot of all the ca- all the class that we haven't seen yet, and they're all in the opening uh, sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see a bunch of Kimanari, Momo, uh, Todoroki, Tokiyami. Um, That's a, a lot of, of names. It's a lot of names in it. There's only more. <laughs> That's like a quarter of the class. And I'm shocked I recognized any of them. um but yeah so we see them uh and kirishima is the one i was talking about before who's just like the embodiment of pure positive energy and like hopefulness he's the spiky red-haired kid with the looks like braces like mouth guard over his face for some reason his Um, power his costume's always weird his power triggers my trypophobia as well (laughs) oh yeah his power is too hard he's a hard boy He's a big, strong, hard boy. And also, he's, like, 15 <laughs> with just a fucking sculpted body. Just a crazy six-pack and, like, pecs. Yeah, Paul um, showed me a picture of, like, his final form, and it made me want to vomit. <laughs> it is terrible. Uh, no, thank you. In, in the manga, it's not, um... His body doesn't change into a different material. It just gets harder. So the way to show that, at least in the manga, is to just draw a bunch of sharp, angular lines all over him. Uh. So it gets really close-packed, and it's like, ugh, this is kind of weird to look at um but he's a good good boy he is is a good boy he is the embodiment of a dog (laughs) in just a physical form he's a golden well dogs are physical forms (laughs) i mean i always thought they were spiritual beings oh yeah gods um he's the one telling all might like hey they're gonna die stop this you're a teacher and I really like seeing All Might's face grimace more and more as the fight goes on. I'm just like, but he still forces himself to smile whenever he's in that form. So he's just like smiling, but also grimacing really hard. Back in the fight, Deku's like, wow, uh, maybe I should use my power, even though it will break all my mm-hmm. bones. But the, the clock is running out, and they have to finish getting this nuclear missile. So he psychs out Bakugo, goes in for a big old punch... While they're getting ready to destroy each other. But at the last second, 
uppercuts up to the rooms above them where he dislodges a pillar uh, that can be thrown. <laughs> he destroys all the floors and then Uraka makes the pillar, which the base of was also destroyed, uh, float with her zero G. And then she hits all the debris from the floors like below them. Because I believe there were like two floors below, uh, or Deku was two floors below her. Yeah. So that's what he did. Yeah. And and she leaps over and jumps on the missile and, and just hugs it. <laughs> yeah. It's real cute. Just gotta touch it. And they won. And they won. And, like, and the heroes yay. win. And we pent. And Bakugo is so pissed. <laughs> One of the very first notes, I think it's the first note I wrote for this episode, is Bakugo, not everything is about you. No, but everything's about him all the time, always. Literally is just like him being like, you, he like makes Deku seem like he's some kind of, he is brilliant, but like he makes him seem like some kind of brilliant mastermind who is just always out to get Bakugo mm-hmm. when he's fully not. Yeah, he says you planned this from the very beginning, like acting like he planned every single step of the fight, like yeah. a dance sequence. And that's where I think the inferiority comes pl- complex comes in with Deku getting his powers and Deku not having them and having to rely on his analytic intelligence of, you know, categorizing all the heroes and, you know, jotting down all of their abilities and stuff and learning about them. Plus his powers now, he seems like a very formidable foe. Yeah. Versus Bakugo is just, you know, blow shit mm-hmm. up and get through life. Yeah, and Bakugo's upset because he's like, you were playing me? And it's just like, well, I mean, the point of the exercise was to win. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We we were opponents on different teams. Yes, I was trying to beat you. What did it's you expect? It's very much like, not to get all musical theater nerd or history nerd, but Do it. it's like Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. It would, But that's a little more contentious. Like, they actually do, like, compete and dislike each other. But, like, Aaron Burr is <laughs> just like, it's all Alexander Hamilton's fault that I ever fail. <laughs> and Bakugo's very similar, where he's like, it's all Deku's fault. If I fail, it's his fault. Got that grudge match. Um, yeah, Deku even says, he's like, I can't beat you in a fight, Bakugo, but I can win this exercise. Like, showing, he's like, I don't care if you, like, we're not trying to beat each other to a pulp. Like, there is another goal still besides this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, though, when uh, All Might's yelling at Bakugo saying, don't use that, like, big explosion again or else you're disqualified. Like, that's insane. What the hell are you doing? You can see Deku in the background talking to Uraraka, and that's when they come up with the plan mm-hmm. uh, to get him. So I like that you can even see that happening, even if you're in the background, you can't hear it. Yeah. So I thought that was a very good detail. I caught after the third viewing of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, they win. They win. They win. And that's that's the end of the episodes we watched. Yeah. Deku, both of Deku's arms are destroyed by him yeah. and Bakugo. Again. <laughs> they, work, they work together to break his body. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> and yeah, I picked these episodes because I thought the second episode was very good for both world building and establishing the relationship with Deku and All Might. Because mm-hmm. it's... It's the clear mentor-pupil relationship, but it's also kind of weird with the power transfer. So I figured that would be a good one to get. Um, Episode 4, I think, was just a good one to showcase a bigger cast, because we see more characters of the class, as well as uh, getting some of the fight sequences in the entrance exam, and just establishing what the school is and how over-the-top and crazy they are that this is the entrance exam. And then I thought Episode 7 was very good, because it was a flashback episode, and showed the relationship with Deku and Bakugo being more than just 
pissy little rivals of like, I want to beat this kid. It's like, nah, they got history. Mm-hmm. And Bakugo's insane. <laughs> yeah. And then the honorable mention I had was just a five minute clip of the fight sequence between All Might and Nomu in episode 12. Which is just more hype because. Just, it's just a yeah. big hype battle. That's all I wanted. It's a very big. exciting. Yeah. And it just shows what the fight scenes become. It, it's more than just uh, one guy punching someone else and just bleeding all over them because he shattered his wrist. Uh, <laughs> it's competent heroes fighting competent villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was good to get that context because from the episodes we watched, uh, the vibe I got was like, oh yeah, this is lower stakes. These are the big fight things we saw. We're all training stuff, so I assume they're going to just be in school for a while. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, no uh, villains and actual hero fights come in pretty quick, which yeah. is yep. good to see. Yeah, first season gets off right off the bat. It There's a lot, a lot of again. more characters. I love that It's very show. good. I love My Hero Academia. When I was looking for episodes to watch uh, for the uh, podcast, I ended up just watching like five more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was like, oh, I'll just skip through them to see what are the good parts and take notes. I was like, nope, I just sat down and watched like half the season. Yeah, I'm definitely going to continue from where I left off. But that's not what's important. What's important is whether is... Dukes would continue watching it. So, mm-hmm. Dukes. What do you think? Are we there yet? <laughs> Uh, thank you for the, the <laughs> brand tie-in. Um, Wink. Uh, yeah, I I will say, I uh, even though I have been uh, going through the superhero withdrawals and uh, the uh, oversaturation of it, uh, I was definitely enjoying it and it being in like a school setting, so it took some of the pressure off, at least from what we saw. Because it wasn't like, if we fail, the Earth gets destroyed. It was, mm-hmm. uh, if he fails, he doesn't go to this school, and he's sad. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. liked the lower stakes at the beginning. It it was a little bit refreshing beyond uh, international crises. But yeah, uh, it was super positive. Uh, uh, so much so that I am very inspired. Um, it had like a solid message that we have not seen in a show yet of uh, you can do anything you put your mind to as long as you have the heart of a champion and a hero. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I think I, I will at least uh, fill in the cracks of what I have not seen yet. Yay! We filled in Dugan's crack. Oh. No. I, uh, I take it back. I'm not watching anything. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I ruined it. This one is so likable, though. It's like impossible not to want to at least watch more. A little more. Yeah. At, at least to be charmed by some character or another. I do I do like uh, school-based stuff. Of So we get to have, like, this class as an episode, and it's just a small, like, contained training fight. Yeah, and it, it, it's good because it definitely escalates, like we've seen, but then there are situations that go out of hand or unexpected. It's like, oh, you know, the stakes are much higher now. Not, you know, meteorite crashing into Earth, wiping out all of humanity levels, but it's like more than just like, I'm going to fail this class. Um, so there are tense moments. Yeah, yeah definitely. But we did it again! Yeah, we have good taste in anime! Except for Death Note. Barely. <laughs> I am curious to know what your favorite hero would, be, or, or favorite character would be once you saw all of them. Because I feel like that's a very, 
identifiable, I guess, characters of just like who your favorite character is tells a lot about you. I think. Oh well, right now it's best genist. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, a little spoiler for uh, later in the series: Bakugo interns at Best Genus's agency. so that's a fun trip next week uh we are going to be watching jojo's bizarre adventure diamond is unbreakable this is new because this is something none of us have seen we have some history with jojo as a franchise but we can get into that next week but we will be watching the first three episodes of diamond is unbreakable yeah and i can't wait to go on this absolutely bizarre adventure Hey. Ah. Uh, uh, thank you for joining us this week on Are We There Yet? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Are We There Yet? Uh, thank you to Louis Zong for the use of Stories as our theme song. You can find all his music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our art. And please join us next week while we learn to live with anime. Yeah.